It's Thursday and time for the Lisa Lewis Show. Imagine that you're at a seminar or conference and you find out the person sitting next to you is the CEO of a Fortune 500 company. What questions do you want to ask? What key strategies are you looking for in order to take your business or career to the next level? That's what you'll discover on today's Lisa Lewis Show. Heard every Thursday at the same time on the TogiNet Radio Network. Now with today's show, here is your host, Lisa Lewis. all of my movers and influencers thank you for tuning in today because it is thankful thursday and happy valentine's day to everyone here on the lisa lewis show and i am your host lisa lewis well we have another good one for you our topic of the hour is hot trends in the real estate market and our rock star guest today is a christian a prior father, and a top realtor here in San Antonio, Texas. So without further ado, please help me welcome the amazing, talented AJ Rigadas. Yay, Thank you, AJ. Lisa. Thank you. I'm glad to be back. I appreciate it. And happy Valentine's Day to you. Oh, thank you, and you as well. Well, um, like I said, today is going to be about hot trends, and before we get into that, tell everyone a little bit about who AJ Regatis is. Yes, ma'am. So AJ Regatis, uh, been in the real estate business for going on nine years. The summer will be nine years, and uh, just been full time, loving it ever since. Uh, have a team now that that. Uh, that work under me and so I'm able to delegate my business a lot and uh, and jump into other avenues of, of the real estate business like for instance now I'm focusing on getting into coaching uh, so it's been really great um, you know uh, of course my my priorities in life right now um, and, and, and it took me a while to get to adjust these priorities and make them the way they are now but my priorities in, in life now are you know of course God first you know I, I make it a point to go to church Bible study um, of course, just spreading the word of God, and then, and then my next my next step down is my kids, you know. And, and I'm very active on social media about my kids, you know, and, and just posting about them and enjoying and catching the funny moments that that they tend to do, you know, tend to have. And mm -hmm. so, uh, with that being said, then that jumps into my real estate career, and you know, it's it's been a blessing. Um, like I said, almost nine years now that I've been in the business. I've sold over 400 homes throughout my career, so. It's been a really, really good business, and it's been a blessing to me. Absolutely. Uh, would you like to tell one little funny story since today's Valentine? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, so yesterday, uh, I was driving my daughters to school, and uh, you know, I, I asked them. I turned around and I asked them, "Hey, would would you uh, tomorrow's Valentine's Day? Would you be my Valentine?" And so, of course, I look at both of them. By the way, they're six and seven years old, so they're they're young. And uh, I, I look to them and ask them, and they get all shy and blushy on me. And, of course, they said, yes. And and it was funny because my youngest daughter, which tends to be the very outspoken, blunt um, <clears throat> kid, is she, she then returns and says, Dad, can you pick us up and hold a sign? You know, when you're picking us up, you have a sign with our name on it. As in, you know, just the full service of, you know, chauffeuring them around. And, uh, and I couldn't stop laughing when she said that. It was so hilarious. But, uh, but yeah, that's my young one. She's the big, she's got the biggest character out of the three kids that I have. So 
wow. Well, good for her. Good for her. Yeah. Yes. So, um, talk to us about what is trending in the real estate market, and then we'll get into how that affects the buyer as well as the seller, if you will. Sure. Sure. So definitely, uh, you know, over the past six, seven years, we've been noticing a, an uptick in, in values increasing, um, you know, and then of course more so lately over the past year with the rates increasing. Um, so, so the affordability has definitely um, grown over what it used to be, and um, it, it makes it a little bit more challenging for buyers right now, especially because, again, it's still a buyer's market. Yes, rates have increased, but they're still low. Um, and even with that said, we're still running into many properties where they have the multiple offer situation. So we've, you know, we've found ways to try to get a little, um, uh, how should I say, uh, a little creative with, with making sure that our offers stand out when we're making an offer for a first-time buyer that we may be representing. And so with that being said, you know, it's typically things like, you know, um, be prepared to, you know, have a full 1% of your earnest money to put down. Um, typically in the past, we've been able to get away with doing less than 1%. So it just makes your offer a little bit stronger. Of course, whenever there is a multiple offer scenario, um, you know, we ask that our lender give the, the seller's agent a call just to kind of give them, you know, um, uh, something to lean on when uh, uh, maybe an extra layer of confidence that, hey, this buyer is well qualified. You know, th this is a well qualified buyer. We ensure we're not going to have any problems or anything like that. Um, but that also helps with helping that buyer win their offer. And then, of course, you know, there's things like, you know, we may have to go above the asking price when we're making our offer. Um, you know, we may have to, you know, if there's repairs that we notice in a home when we're looking at it before we make the offer, we may need to wait um, on making those requests of those repairs until we've gone into contract. Once we're in contract, that's when we can go about that route because if we ask for all those things up front when we're making an offer, it makes it a little bit more challenging because then a seller is now looking at an offer where we're trying to negotiate and then we're also trying to negotiate repairs up front. So makes it a little bit more challenging. But getting back to the trends part. So what we're noticing right now um, uh, uh, that's become very popular, of course, and, and as you may know, the, the formal dining room has kind of gone less attractive lately over the past few years, you know, and especially when noticing there's more millennials that are buying homes right now. Um, they're, they're, it's almost wasted space. No one uses a formal dining room as much as it used to be used back in the early 2090s and maybe even the 80s. Mm -hmm. um, now, with your millennial-type buyer, you have people that are wanting offices. A lot of people are working from home these days now. And they are converting their, their formal dining room into an office, You know, closing it up, putting some French doors. It makes it that much more appealing because now – when it comes to resale and they're putting their home on the market, you can now advertise it's a, you know, say for instance, the one story, you know, you can advertise it's a three bedroom, two bath with an office versus three bedroom, two bath with a formal dining room. It just doesn't catch that buyer's attention as much as it might with an office. So uh, that's one of the biggest things that we've noticed lately. Of course, the no carpet in the house, uh, you know, uh, what's becoming very popular is uh, the, the tile, style uh, wood floor look. I don't know if you've seen those yet, but um, you know, it looks like wood floor, but it's actually made out of tile. And so mm -hmm. that's become yes. very popular because it's very durable. You know, you don't have to, it, it doesn't get as dirty as quickly, you know, as maybe laminate or wood floors doesn't scratch or scrape, um, right. you know, and, and so 
it's a lot more durable. It's a little bit more pricier, but it's definitely worth it in the long run. And the finished look looks amazing. So, um, so yeah, those are some popular things that are coming out right now. I actually did that with my house. I had a formal dining room in my house and I paid a contractor to come in and, and turn it into an office for me. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely more of a, a sell resell, uh, mm-hmm. incentive, you know, when you're putting it on the market, but I would say those two things really stand out the most that, and then maybe a walk-in, you know, converting your, your master bathroom or master tub into a walk-in shower. That's another hot one right now that we're noticing. Again, these are more millennials that are buying houses right now. So these are the things that are catching and appealing to them um, when it comes to what they're looking for. So, Absolutely. Well, to that, uh, what other trends are you seeing that millennials are asking for? These are some great points, by the way, AJ, um, as far yeah. as the formal dining room, turning that into an office with the French doors. I mean, I can just see that now walking into something like that. It's like, wow, because, you know, you don't see yeah. that every day in the typical home. So that's yep. wonderful. What are and then yeah. also with uh, not maybe having tubs, but walk-in showers. I love those, especially the ones where yeah. you can have your whole family in there. Don't you just love yeah. those with all the different gadgets yeah. on the wall? <laughs> definitely, definitely. Yeah. Those are really appealing. It's funny because you know, as we grow, you know, into adulthood, our our what catches our taste is 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 just it's funny because you know as a kid you know we're looking for candy toys things like that as an adult when you walk into home depot it's almost like your candy store as an adult you know you're walking in and you're seeing all these new features that are being built that are being created that you can put into your home and you're just like oh my god i want that i want to put that in my shower i want to do that to my restroom you know so it's it's funny how our, our taste changes as we mature and grow older but yeah no definitely i'm with you on that i got to be careful when i go to home depot because i get uh-huh. very easily influenced when i see eye candy you know oh that is a nice feature i would love to put that in my restroom you know and so right. there i go walking out three hundred dollars <laughs> later that i didn't anticipate on, on spending so <laughs> absolutely yes when i go to the lumberyard home depot it's like oh uh, yep. it's my meme and yep. marcus almost you yes. know I just love all the different gadgets and looking around (laughs) and seeing how to make a home more suitable for the way our lifestyles are. Because, you know, like you said, our lifestyles are quite different from even when we were growing up with our parents. I mean, it worked back then, but for the way people are living life now, it it definitely helps to keep up with those times. So um, there's some. Yes. What are some more um, uh, trends that you can tell us about maybe doing for our homes if we're putting our homes up for sale since it's more of a millennial uh, market right now? Yeah. So definitely, of course, you know, one of the things that the first thing that stands out that millennials always tend to ask for up front is they want the open floor plan, the open space. You know, Um, we grew up where you know, it was very cookie cutter or very just closed in, you know, walls everywhere, doors everywhere. Now the look, the popular look is that that's catching everyone's appeal is, is more of an open look, you know, the mm-hmm. open floor plan, the less walls, you know. And so, um, of course, like, for instance, I've noticed, too, lately with the millennials that we work with, um, they love the gray, black and white look, you know, mm-hmm. the very contemporary, modern look. Um, you don't want to go too crazy and overdo it, um, but okay. And but at the same time, you know, you're, I, I'm walking into more houses these days where they have the light gray uh, interior walls throughout. Absolutely. And so I actually had did that to my house about seven years ago, six, six or seven years ago, 
and I loved it. And, and it's still just trendy. You know, it's, it's, I'm noticing that in more and more houses that I walk into, gray walls, light gray walls, and then, you know, either white cabinets, black cabinets. Um, but it's a really nice look. It's a contemporary look. That's what's going to grab, you know, the millennial type buyer's attention is when they Absolutely. see that look, especially with stainless steel appliances, granite countertops, things like that. So yeah, um, really those are the key things that stand out. Exactly. It really makes it pop and it's very soothing. It's classical. It's refined. Yeah. So on the other side of the break, everybody, we're going to talk more with the top realtor in San Antonio, AJ Rigatis. Stay tuned. or worth a lot of due to rumors. That means money. Did you ever wonder how a polished pebble becomes one of the most expensive things on earth? Two centuries ago, diamonds were worn only by royalty. But in 1870, miners discovered huge deposits of diamonds in South Africa. And soon after, the diamond market was flooded. That's when a man named Cecil Rhodes started buying up shares of the diamond mines. Eighteen years later, Rhodes controlled the entire South African supply of diamonds. He started his own newspaper and magazine articles with clever ad campaigns about cut, clarity, color, and carrot. He also convinced women that they weren't truly engaged to be married without a diamond ring. It's Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Hey there, it's Christine Gallagher from She's Got Clients.com. I'm really excited to share with you the first annual Get Clients Online giveaway. I have gathered a spectacular group of contributors who are providing you with amazing gifts that will help you get cash flow and clients in less time online. So I've teamed up with more than 50 other business industry leaders to bring you templates, checklists, and other valuable goodies to grow and scale a sustainable business that brings you more income with less effort. So all you need to do is head over to getclientsonlinegiveaway.com, put your name and email address in, and you'll get instant access to more than 50 free business building tools, templates, products, and services, including Facebook funnel templates, LinkedIn cheat sheets, sales scripts, and so much more. That's getclientsonlinegiveaway.com. Head over there and enjoy your free gifts. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and it's Thankful Thursday, and I am your host, Lisa Lewis. Well, today we have another good one for you, and the topic of the hour is hot trends in the real estate market. And we have a rock star guest, none other than AJ Regattas, who also loves crossfitting, 
He's a Christian and a proud father and a top realtor right here in San Antonio, Texas. So welcome back, AJ. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me, Lisa. You are quite welcome. Now, we were talking um, just before the break about some trending um, uh, moments that people can have in their homes in order to um, get to the market of the millennials that seem to be out buying, purchasing more homes. So can you walk us through that? Last week, when we, uh, before we went to the break, sorry, uh, we were talking about open floor plans. And so what are some yeah. of the other trending things that you find in homes? Yeah, so, um, you know, and, and, and it's, it's funny you ask because a lot of times, like I, and I preach it too, to, to prospecting when, you know, when I'm talking to possible sellers or people that tell me they plan on selling in the future, you know, um, one thing that I always tell them is, hey, even though you're not looking to sell right now, if you're thinking within the next year, let me come by, walk through your home with you and give you some ideas, some pointers, maybe some do's and don'ts, so that way you can best prepare your home to where it's going to be able to position your home to sell right away, you know, as mm -hmm. far as when it comes to updating. And, and so that's been very effective, um, not only for me, but for my clients that I represent when they put their home on the market, just because there are a lot of times where I've walked in the property and they mentioned things that they planned on doing to the home that was going to cost thousands of dollars. And I'm like, no, that's not necessary. That's not going to help the resale value. That's that's going to help maybe with the sell appeal, but not necessarily the resale value. And, and most times when, when people are getting ready to put their home on the market, they're looking to do things that's going to increase value. They're thinking money. How can I get, how can I maximize my profit on my investment? And so um, that's where I come in and, and I give them the pointers of, of what to do, what not to do. Um, and, and yeah, like I said, there's been times where I've been able to save clients thousands of dollars because they were going to do something to the home they, that they thought was going to increase value, and it doesn't necessarily do that. So, um, so yeah, so I'm getting back to your question, though, um, one of the things, another thing that I'm noticing, um, especially with the millennial buyers, is they're loving this, the smart tech homes. You know, the, these homes that are, they're, they're, not, they're now starting to make smart homes where, uh, and I'm referring to builders, you know, builders throughout the city, where they're mm -hmm. implementing the smart feature with Alexa or, or, you know, whatever system they might be running on. And I mean, it just amazes me what some of these builders are doing where you can literally walk into a home off a of voice command, um, you know, whether it's opening your door or, you know, um, instead of going up to the windows and dropping the, the blinds, you can voice command it to do so. Um, you know, you want to, you want to have your AC or your TV turned on, you can do it off a of voice command, you know, instead of getting up. So, so it's, the con out of that is that it's going to start making us a little bit more lazy here, but at the same time, it's a really nice feature that it's providing because it's, it's all about accommodation and, and what we can do to make life more simpler and, or simplified. And so, um, you know, these smart features, they amaze me. It's just amazing what they're doing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've seen, I don't know if you've seen it, but they, that they're now making these smart refrigerators. And so I'm just like, wow. You know, and touch screen on the refrigerator. So it's some pretty cool stuff that you're seeing out there, very tech savvy. Um, but you know, again, it's I'm referring to the millennial base right now. This is what this is what's grabbing their attention. This is what's what what they're able to to um say, you know what, that's what I'm looking for in my home. And so um things like that. Now, of course, don't get me wrong, you're always gonna have your buyer regardless of what um, you know, what age 
or age demographic they fall in, you're always going to have your buyer coming in that's, that's looking to buy a home that wants to know how old the roof is, wants to know how the AC is, the plumbing, the electrical. Um, so I'll always point to that first. You know, okay. if we're going to do any updating, one of the things I always recommend to look at is look into getting your roof checked out. I can't tell you how many homes that I've represented sellers on over the past couple of years uh, where they've had to get their roof replaced because there was hell damage or wind damage. Um, and so that's a very common thing. We have, right now, we have 16 clients in contract right now on our team. And out of those 16 clients, six of those houses either need to have a roof replaced or are in the process of having the roof replaced right now. So it, it's, it's a very common thing that we're coming across. So whenever I do meet with someone that's, that's thinking of selling their home and they're asking me for pointers and I'm walking through the home with them, I always ask them, when was the last time you checked out your roof? And in most cases, they don't know anything on their roof. You know, they, they, they've never once gone up there. They've never once had anyone look into it. And so I always tell them that would be the first thing that I recommend you do is, is get your, get a couple of roofing companies to come out and give you bids. And then if, if the roof is needed to replace, which in most cases it is, because the roofing company is always going to tell you that the roof needs to be replaced. Right. Um, and start with that. Get a couple of bids. Then go to your insurance. Have a claims adjuster come out. Provide him the bids. And then let him know, hey, I want my roof to get evaluated because I want to make sure, you know, there was a hailstorm actually, what was it, three weeks ago. Um, mm -hmm. I woke up in the middle of the night on a Saturday night at 3 a.m., uh, because I heard hell hitting my the the hell hitting my window, and so I was like, oh my mm -hmm. gosh, that, that came out of nowhere. So uh, so yeah, a lot of times people don't realize the damage that's being done on those roofs, and so if you can get that replaced and only have to worry about your deductible, or even have there's roofing and uh, roofing companies out there that will even take care of your deductible for you. So, I mean, if you can have your roof replaced right before you're putting your home on the market, that is one of the biggest selling features you can, you can do to your home. Um, and a lot of times, a lot of times when, when you put this home on the market, you can now advertise that it has a new roof. It can help your, your resale value. It can cause your value to go up because now this is giving a buyer the peace of mind when they're walking into the home and they understand, hey, there's a brand new roof on top of this house. That is, that is the best selling feature that you can have when your home is on the market. Um, that is the first thing that buyers look at. And when buyers go into contract, that's the first thing that, that when they're shopping their insurance companies, that's the first thing that the insurance company will ask the buyer is how old is the roof? Because they want to know, okay, when we insure this house, are we going to be at a higher risk of, of insuring because the roof is older? So, yeah, that's also a selling point to a buyer as well to get their, their premium down. So. Absolutely. Well, while we're on this topic, could you please tell everyone what is the best way to get in contact with you? Yes. So AJ Regattas, I'm with Keller Williams Legacy out in Stone Oak. And uh, my address is 1102 East Santerra Boulevard, uh, Suite 106. And it's uh, San Antonio, Texas, 78258. Uh, my phone number is 210-313-5554. My email address is rgroup at kw.com. So very easy to find, um, you know, and, and, and most of my most of my business comes through word of mouth, um, referral-based business. That's what I've built my business off of. And so um, I'm always looking to take on new clients, me and my team. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's mainly referral-based. That's the way that we've designed our business uh, to run it as a referral-based business. Um, just makes life easier. And, and, and our clients, 
you know, when they refer us, that means we've, we've turned them into a raving fan. So that's what we shoot for with every client that we work with is to make them a raving fan and not just to meet their expectations, but to exceed them. So that's our goal. Absolutely. You know, I wanted to talk to you um, for a minute about notes. Do you do um, notes at all? Because someone had asked me um, about uh, that. Mm -hmm. notes, like, do, uh, will you sell a note? Do you know how to sell a note? As, oh, as a no, no, no. Okay. I've never okay. stepped. I've never. I've never okay. stepped to. Or we're referring to the investment side, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. No. Yeah, I've never stepped into that side of the business. I've always been curious about it. Um, but no, I've never stepped into that side. Now, I've, I've flipped properties myself. Um, I also have uh, purchased rental properties in the past. I, I kind of I've sold some of them off, and we have one right now that we're still holding. But um, no, I've never done where you know, we're selling the notes or, or doing an assignment to where we can switch the deed over to, to someone else. So, oh, so like okay. wholesaling. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So um, when we're talking about um, the roof, that is a very important um, point, and it's one that's almost always missed. Nobody ever really yeah. thinks about that, AJ. They're you know yeah. they're they're wanting to spend money on staging, on on you know mm -hmm. um, maybe buying appliances, things like that, but they don't yeah. consider the roof, which is the yeah. top, you know, which is you know it's yeah. appeal when you walk up to it, and also it's for security to keep that family safe. What's on the top exactly. and what's on the bottom matters, exactly. you know, the foundation exactly. as well. And, yeah. and you're totally right. You know that that's something that I commonly when, whenever I ask that question, it almost comes out as oh, well, I never thought of looking into my roof, you know, and, 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 and that's okay. okay. There's nothing wrong with that. It's just the idea of, hey, as long as I don't see any leaks in my ceiling, I'm sure my roof is fine. That's, 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 the, that's the kind of mindset that we tend to deal with, you know, so um, right. yeah, definitely recommend checking into the roof. Yes. Also, what about a home warranty? Um, I suggest yeah. home warranties to people, you know, just for peace of mind to the, the you know, to the new buyer. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, now, uh, unfortunately, not not all home warranties are created equal, um, but there's some home warranties that, that I, the companies that I, I definitely refer my clients to. I actually just had a client in my neighborhood um, that, you know, we got a home warranty negotiated to be paid by the seller where um, the AC went out literally two weeks after they moved in. It was working fine. The AC went out and it was a $1,500 job that needed to be done. Luckily, the home warranty took care of it. And they only paid their service fee, which was seventy dollars. So it was a really good deal, and that that's a often thing, that's a common thing that comes up, you know, um, whenever uh, the home warranty needs to be applied. It definitely helps. Yes, absolutely. And I'll I'll definitely want you to send me that <laughs> the name oh, of course. that uh, you know home warranty company because you're you're right. Not all of them are created equal, but it's great yeah, when they right. step up. And they do, uh, you know, repair things um, just as they say that they will when the time it comes for that. So everyone who is tuned in, we thank you so much for listening to the Lisa Lewis show here on TogiNet Radio. Keep the dial here. And on the other side of the break, we will talk more with the phenomenal and top realtor here in San Antonio, Texas, Mr. A.J. Rigatis with the Rigatis Group. Stay tuned.
Jack, and you're listening to my mom on the Lisa Lewis Show. Hey there, it's Christine Gallagher from She's Got Clients.com. I'm really excited to share with you the first annual Get Clients Online giveaway. I have gathered a spectacular group of contributors who are providing you with amazing gifts that will help you get cash flow in clients in less time online. So I've teamed up with more than 50 other business industry leaders to bring you templates, checklists, and other valuable goodies to grow and scale a sustainable business that brings you more income with less effort. So all you need to do is head over to getclientsonlinegiveaway.com, put your name and email address in, and you'll get instant access to more than 50 free business building tools, templates, products, and services, including Facebook funnel templates, LinkedIn cheat sheets, sales scripts, and so much more. That's getclientsonlinegiveaway.com. Head over there and enjoy your free gifts. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here. It is Thankful Thursday right here on the Lisa Lewis Show, and I am your host, Lisa Lewis. And today we have another good one for you. Our topic of the hour is hot trends in the real estate market, and we have none other than our rock star guest today. He is a Christian, a proud father, and a top realtor, and he loves CrossFit. Welcome back, Mr. A.J. Rigatas. Thank you very much, Lisa. I'm glad to be back. You're welcome. Well, before the break, we were talking um, about home warranties and how all of them are not created equal. So would you mm-hmm. like to expand more upon that? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, it, it, the, the thing there there is a misconception out there that I've heard, you know, from, from buyers or, or from people in general just having real estate conversations that are not in the industry. Um, you know, they always, oh, home warranties don't work. And, and, and the thing about it, the way you got to treat a home warranty is it's, it's very much like medical insurance. Um, however, now with, with the new laws, medical insurance does cover pre-existing issues. Home warranties don't. And, and the, here's the reason why is when, when a buyer, when we initially negotiate for the home warranty to be paid for by the seller for our buyer client, we're doing that up front before we go into contract, before we, you know, do an inspection. And so when we do go into contract and we do do our inspection, and let's say that, you know, the AC is, the AC coils are dirty, it needs to be serviced and clean, there's maybe some uh, some Freon, not where there's not the correct amount of Freon in in the system. Um, That's where we have to get that addressed at that point. Um, We have to get the sellers to take care of that. Just because if we let that go and then we close on the home and then on day one or day two, we call the home warranty up and we say, hey, this AC is dirty. It's not working. You know, it's, le- it's leaking Freon. They're going to ask for a copy of the inspection report. And if it's, it's a, if it's identified on the inspection report as a pre-existing issue, we knew about it. We chose not to get it taken care of before we closed on the purchase. That's where we fall into that problem because the home warranty is going to say, hey, look, we're willing to help you out and cover things, but if you already knew about it and you didn't make this a priority with the seller to take care of, we can't take liability for that. And so that makes total sense. I get that part. Um, unlike medical insurance, I think anyone should be insured, with, including pre-existing issues. But with the home warranty, 
yeah, it has to be addressed while you're in contract. Um, so that way, it, not only that, but you risk it messing up while you're in contract even more to where it doesn't even work once you close on the home. So it's things like that that there's a big misconception on. Or, you know, I've had buyers call me that I've closed with where they'll say, hey, AJ, um, I'm having a leak on my roof. Do I call the home warranty or the home warranty saying they don't cover it? And that's not what the home warranty is for. That's what your home insurance is for but not the home mm-hmm. warranty. Those are two different types of insurances. So, um, so home warranty is typically going to cover anything that's mechanical in the home, you know, mm-hmm. um, AC, water heater, fridge, appliances, uh, electrical. Um, so things like that, that's what a home warranty will cover. But when it comes to major issues, leaks and, and claims that need to be filed, that's where you get with your home insurance. So uh, just wanted to clear that up and, and, and you know, kind of identify you know, one of the common things that we tend to get when they ask, well, does a home warranty really work? It does. And I can tell you many clients that have actually utilized it where they were like, oh, my God, thankfully I have that, you know. So that's all. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, earlier we were talking about um, some of the trending items that millennials um, are looking for and others are looking for in the marketplace today. Are there any other things? We talked about the shower versus the tub, open floor plan versus walls, um, uh, the flooring, um, the tile that looks like wood versus carpet for people who have allergies. That seems to be a bigger thing now more than ever. Yeah, um, what definitely. are some more things that you can tell us about? And then, of course, we talked about getting your roof inspected to make sure yeah. there's no hail damage or shingles missing, things of that sort. Yeah. So um, another feature that I'm, I'm noticing uh, is, is the backyards. You know, the people are paying a lot more attention again to the backyards. And it's funny because we did go through this trend before where, you know, backyards were a big thing. And then I don't know what happened, but several years ago, it's almost like no one cared about the backyard anymore. You know, everyone, the kids don't play outside. They're on their video games or they're playing inside. Exactly. Or they're using the, the neighborhood <laughs> amenities instead of their own backyard, uh-huh. you know, where right. they'd rather be at the neighborhood pool. So there was that phase where we went through that. And it was, it was, it was a little just, you know, it was different realizing right. that but now it seems like it's coming back. Now people do want their backyards and now people do want that, that deck built on the backyard. So there's things like that, that you can do to make it more appealing. But rule number one, I always tell buyer, or I always tell sellers is, you know, your first step before you do anything is your curb appeal. That's before you spend any money inside, focus on your curb appeal, focus on the front, focus on the back. But focus on those two things before you spend any money inside on updating or, or you know, installing or, or purchasing. Um, because those are the first two things that people are going to judge by when they drive by the house, when they pull up to the house. So I would definitely focus on those. Um, but, yeah, no, what I'm noticing, though, lately is the backyard is becoming a hot feature again for a lot of buyers. I, I, I actually recently sold a house where um, my seller had installed um, artificial turf in the backyard. And I had heard that people were starting to do this, <clears throat> and I, I didn't really know what to take from it because I hadn't seen it in person. And so, excuse me. So when I finally came across a client that was like, hey, I need to sell my home, we're walking through the house, and he's showing me the features. He had artificial turf in the backyard, and I was like, this looks beautiful. <laughs> you know, it's really nice. Um, you know, just the way he had his backyard set up like a nice oasis um, was really, really nice. But the artificial turf is another thing that seems to be coming 
into play as well as far as with the catching buyer's appeal uh, because it's, you know, less maintenance in the backyard. So, uh, so that's another thing that I'm noticing that's, that's starting to become popular too is, is the artificial turf. I hear it's a little pricey, but it's in the long run, it's definitely worth it. So. Oh, wow. Ooh, that's, that's neat. That's very neat. Yeah. What about uh, visual marketing trends? Um, I hear yeah. that those are soaring as well. Could you touch a little bit about that and maybe how you've implemented that into your business? Yeah, definitely. So, so of course, you know, with today's technology and, and, and accessibility for everybody, it's all about digital marketing. It's all about putting yourself in front of someone and making it the easiest way possible. How are you going to get that message out? You know, yes, we've, we've, we still use the traditional route where we send postcards, where we make phone calls. But now, um, you know, what's becoming very popular and what I'm starting to see more agents doing as well is videos, you know, video testimonials, maybe with your clients, uh, video tours of a property that maybe you just listed on the market are going live and talking about your property. But yeah, I do videos every week um, on social media. And, and it's, it's funny because it took me a little bit to do that. You know, when, when it really started blowing up, um, that's, that's when I, I was still shy about it at first. Like, oh, I don't know. I'm going to mess up and, and things like that. I'm not a good talker. And uh, it's funny because I started making the videos and I was getting so much engagement from it, you know, just people interacting with me. Um, and, and it really blew me away because I never realized that I was going to get that much engagement. But sure enough, people do actually watch these videos, especially if you're coming out with very good, you know, uh, information that you have to provide they're going to really engage with you on that conversation with, with whatever you're saying on your video um, and, you know, ask you questions. That's what it's all about. We're, we're making these videos because we're not only trying to gain people's attention, but we want them to ask us questions because we want to be that number one resource when it comes to anything real estate related. And so that's, that's been a really big key thing for us over the past, I would say the past year and a half uh, in, in making these videos is being able to engage with your audience, you know, and again, I would say this in my classes that I instruct is you never want to post videos or, or, or pictures or postings where you're sharing a statistic. People want to know how you're doing in this business. So, you know, they, they, they don't care what the National Association of Realtors has, has to say because they're not in this business. Only we care about that. But what they want to know is how is AJ Regattas doing? And so when we're making our videos, we're making them very personalized. We're, we're making them um, you know, with the intent to have people understand that I'm just another person just like you. You know, I'm, I'm nothing better. I'm nothing higher. Um, I'm a realtor that can help you and service you. Uh, but at the same time, you know, my videos have my kids in them. You know, they have mm -hmm. we're at the park or whatever it may be. So, yeah, I mean, videos are really catching people's attention on social media and it's really engaging people. But I'm starting to see it a lot more now where a lot of realtors are utilizing that and doing video tours. Um, maybe a tour of going live at their open house. Um, I've gone live before on a property that a client of mine was um, having built from one of the builders in San Antonio. And so I was at the, out at the build site, you know, walking through framing and, and while the contractors were there. So mm -hmm. it's some really cool things that you can do that really get, uh, captures the audience attention and, and allows you to engage with them. 
Right. And you're doing it in real time. And I love that because, yes. you know, we can yeah. relate to people who are doing real things just like we do. And and we, yeah. you know, and we see ourselves there more because, you know, it's it's not so much like it's artificial, it, you know. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so definitely. and it's much more engaging when you see, mm-hmm. a, you know, an everyday person, an everyday professional who's at the top of their game, but also relates is, is relatable. And so yeah. that is what's wonderful about videos, uh, I believe. And also it helps um, in case of um, proximity, you can send those. Yes. And that's what I shared with a realtor uh, earlier this week. I was like, yeah, videos yeah. are the way to go. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah, I also yeah. know that you do them, and so I'm glad that you, um, you know, you express that uh, in the segment today because that that is so yeah. true. And I think if more realtors would get into um, keeping up with the trends, then they could yeah. keep up with uh, the sales and, and the buyers, as, you know, exactly. as well. well and I'll, and mm-hmm. I'll say this real quick too: that another thing is whenever, and, and there's another thing that I instruct in the classes that I do is. You know, you want to make sure, just like you're posting about real estate as a realtor, you want to make sure that you're posting these videos during business hours, between those peak hours. You don't want to necessarily do these business type uh, videos in the evening. You know, you're not going to get as much engagement. Um, Of course, you can boost the post, you know, pay to boost it, you know, on Facebook. But you want to do it during business hours because that's when most people, unfortunately, that's when most people are on social media is while they're at work. And so that's where you're going to have more engagement. Absolutely. So for those who are just tuning in, you're listening to the Lisa Lewis Show right here on TogiNet Radio. And I'm your host, Lisa Lewis, and it is Thankful Thursday around here. And happy Valentine's Day to you as well. And AJ, before we go to break, tell everyone how they can get in touch with you. Yes, ma'am. They can reach me by phone. It's 210-313-5554 or email rgroup at kw.com. I am with the Regattas Group at KW Legacy, and our office address is 1102 East Sonterra Boulevard, Suite 106, in the Stone Oak Center of uh, 78258. Very good. And on the other side of the break, everyone, we will get back with AJ Regattas, and we will talk more about hot trends in the real estate market. Please stay tuned. in 45 minutes of yard work as in 30 minutes of aerobics. Yard work is a total body workout consisting of pushing, pulling, lifting, and carrying. Using a push mower alone can burn 300 to 500 calories in an hour. Raking and bagging with a pooking fork, that's a fork often used in gardening, burns about 330 calories per hour. 
cleaning and digging with the dibble, that little hand spade, can burn approximately 400 calories an hour. Stay fit by horb-gorbling. That's just puttering around the yard. To me, a perfect summer day is when the sun is shining, the birds are singing, and the lawnmower is broken. It's marching Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Word. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 Central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the Million Dollar Mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Togginet.com. Welcome back, all of my movers and influencers. Thank you so much for keeping the dial here on the Lisa Lewis Show. It is Thankful Thursday, and happy Valentine's to you as well. And I am your host, Lisa Lewis. Well, we have another good one for you today. The topic of the hour is hot trends in the real estate market. And we have none other than the rock star guest himself. He's a Christian, a proud father, and a top realtor here in San Antonio, Texas. So please help me welcome back the amazing AJ Regattas. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You are quite welcome. So uh, before the break, we were wrapping up about home warranties and the difference between home warranties when you need to um, have a claim for that as opposed to when you need to uh, call your uh, insurance company for your home, uh, I mean, yes, for uh, insurance yeah. purposes. So now uh, I want to talk about something that is trending, and that is taxes. So what can you oh, tell yeah. us about that and how it relates to the home buyer or the home seller? Yeah, definitely. So, of course, uh, as a home seller, you know, one thing that – or home buyer, I should say – you know, when you purchase your home, say if you're getting ready to purchase your home or you just purchased your home recently over the past year, you know, making sure that you're taking the opportunity to to get with your CPA to write off the interest on your mortgage payment. Um, and I always tell this to buyers, your first two years are crucial of utilizing this opportunity because that is the most interest that you're going to be able to write off. You know, it's a significant amount your first year is a significant amount of interest that you'd be able to write off, um, which can help you, you know, with tax purposes, whether that's going to put you in a lower bracket to pay less taxes or whatever it may be, if maybe you're planning on getting a return. So um, that just depends, of course, on that, on any particular person. But um, yeah, that can definitely help you um, with, with lowering your taxes. So uh, another thing too, for home buyers is, you know, when, when, when you're getting ready to purchase home, this is a perfect time. This is what we call buying season. 
buying season starts in mid-March, and it'll last all the way to the end of July, maybe the first week of August. And the reason why buying season starts in March is because you have all your people that are filing their taxes and using that money, their return for their down payment. And so they're using that as down payment money to go and purchase a home. So you got that type of buyer that's getting ready to buy. Then in the summer, um, as we approach the summer, you have your other two buyers that are getting ready to buy. You have your, your because we're a big military city, so you have your buyers that are relocating here on their orders of PCSing into San Antonio. So now guess what? You got that type of buyer that's, that's looking to buy. And then, of course, in the summer, you have your family, the ones that want to make their moves while the kids are out of school. And so you have three different types of buyers that pick up during this time of the year, not including your, your normal average buyer that says, hey, I just got qualified and I'm looking to buy a home. So that's why we call it buying season, because that's when we notice it picks up heavily with buyers. Um, and then, of course, sellers. You know, you got your sellers with a tax reason, like I just mentioned, where you get to, um, you know, it's so long as you've held your property for two years and it's your primary residence, you then ha- you get to avoid the property gains tax. A lot of people don't know that, um, you know, and it's, it's a it's a it's a really great benefit for owners if they've been in their home for at least two years. Um, it's been their primary residence. Now they get to avoid the property gains tax, which I believe is 25 percent. I may be wrong. I believe it's 25 percent off of your net profit from the sale of your home. So that's a significant amount that you get to save just by holding on to your property. Now, I'll give you a little I'll give you a little secret of what we try to do. Um, so one of the things that we'll do is if we have a seller that is looking to get ready to put their home on the market and they may say, hey, AJ, I'm not in a rush. You know, I'm just trying. We want a bigger home or we want a smaller home. Um, and if they're approaching that two-year mark, we tend to tell them, you know, let's wait. Let's wait it out until, you know, you're a month or two away. Then we'll put it on the market because then once we get the contract on it, hopefully that, that closing date will push us right outside of the two-year mark. Um, but we've done that many times where we've strategized. That's one of the first questions we ask a seller when they come to us and say they want to sell their home is how long have they been in their property? Um, for a couple of different reasons, we want to determine, you know, what type of loan they, they use. That'll help us get a better understanding of if there's any equity in the home based off of the type of loan that they use and how much they put down. Um, then we ask how long they've been in their home. Um, so things like that, what type of loan, um, how long they've been in their home, um, to, to help position them in the right direction to where we can make sure that we're helping them capitalize on their profits. Um, that's our goal. At the end of the day, yes, our goal is to get their home sold in, in a reasonable amount of time, but we also want to help them maximize their profit. You know, and, and if we can do that, we can save them money or we can help them make more money. That's, that's what makes it all worth it. That's, that's that finishing touch on our end where we enjoy you know, knowing. And I always ask my clients at the end of the, the closing, just had a closing yesterday, and I always ask them, hey, so are you satisfied with how much money you're getting back? Like, how do you feel about this? I, I want to know how they really feel. You know, and, and it helps me get a better idea on gauging if we did a good job or not, too. You know, because if they're not completely satisfied, then that's telling me that there was some room for, for correction that I could maybe be doing better on my end. Or a, we'll, we'll evaluate everything to see where we could have tightened up a little bit better just to make sure that that client is fully satisfied. So, um, so again, yes, there's some great tax benefits on it for buyers and sellers, um, but definitely I would say that if you just bought a home, just make sure that you remember that you're writing off that interest on that mortgage that you've been paying um, because it can be a significant amount. When I bought my house, 
I think it was about close to $6,000 that I was, I was able to write off in interest um, that first year. And so it really helped me a lot. So definitely, definitely would recommend utilizing that. It's another incentive on why a buyer should buy a home. um, Because again, they're not just throwing it away to rent to, to help someone else's investment. Now they're investing in themselves. They're, they're making equity, which is going to help them in their long run. Um, and then, of course, they, it's an incentive. They get to write off the, the interest on the, on the mortgage that they pay. So definitely great incentive. Absolutely. And so everyone, yeah, these are great tips. So make sure that you talk to your CPA and let them know um, about all of these things. And they will be able to steer you in the right way and, and you know, uh, make the best filing um, for you. Uh, also, AJ, I want to... Um, ask you about when, uh, let's see, how did I want to put it? When you're going in to get a listing, what are some of the things that, that you need from um, the person who's putting their house on the market in order for you to do your job to the best of your ability? Because I've been yeah. asked that question before. No. Yeah, great question. Great question. So, so, um, so what we do is um, we pre-screen our calls, right? Um, so whenever we're we're talking to someone, or you know, maybe we get a referral where someone's saying, "Hey, give so and so a call. They're looking to sell their home." Our initial call is a pre-screening pre-screening call um, where we're asking specific questions, writing down our answers to where we make sure that we have as much information as we can gather before we meet them at the property. And we always want to meet at the property because we want to get a tour of that house. We want to know what we're walking into. We want to know the overall condition of the home. Uh, but we, we pre-screen them on our initial phone call. And so it's questions like, you know, how, how long have you been in the property, which we can usually find out through the tax records. But we ask them, how long have you been in the property? You know, what type of loan did you use? How much do you believe you owe, you know, on, on your home? Um, you know, where do you plan on going when you sell? Um, because we want to see if we can help them save a little bit more money with our move-up program, which is where if they're looking to sell and buy here locally, we will reduce our commission um, to help them make more money on the sell of their home as long as they use us to purchase a home. So that way we can make up for it, and it's a two-in-one for us. So, um, so that's a very important question that we ask in the pre-screening process. And then, of course, we also ask, um, you know, uh, well, selling and buying, and then we want to ask them, um, what's their time frame? And so that way we know, we, we find out two things from that. We find out what their motivation is, you know, why are they selling? What's the reason that they're selling? Um, but we find out what their motivation is, and then we find out how much time we have that we're working with. So that way we can make sure and utilize and structure that the right way. You know, if they say, mm-hmm. oh, I'm not in a rush, then we know, okay, you know what, maybe let's wait an extra 30 days because guess what? Then we'll be jumping into the buying season where we're going to have a better opportunity to maximize how much we can sell it for and quickly sell it versus putting it on the market now and maybe missing that, that potential um, uh, rush of buyers that are going to start looking. So there's, there's certain questions that we'll ask that will help us figure that out. And then that way, when we walk into the property, all we're gathering is information about the home at that point. You know, we'll find out um, what features have they done or what they plan on doing. Um, and then that's where we give our recommendations of what we recommend on doing to how to get the home ready, whether it's staging, updating, whatever it may be. Um, but yeah, so there's a list of things that we ask. <laughs> at, the, at the end of the day, that's what it is. There's a list of things that we ask to try to make sure that we're gathering as much information as possible. So. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. So as we wrap up this time together, AJ, and I thank you so much for being on. And everybody listening, you can catch him. Um, every second Thursday right here on the Lisa Lewis show all this year. So what are some takeaways, some key takeaways in the next two minutes that you can tell all of us, AJ? Yes. So again, if you're a seller and you're thinking about buying, um, get with your realtor or get with me, please, <laughs> as soon as possible, even if you're not looking to sell right now, because I want to walk through your home. I want to give you some pointers. I want to help you save money and out-of-pocket expenses because I want to make sure that you're not doing things that you don't necessarily need to do to help get your home. So that's what I would say first is if you're looking six months from now or a year from now, let, let's meet anyway. Let's meet anyway. Let me come in now. That way it gives you time to, to get your home ready and prepared. Um, and then, of course, for buyers, it's getting ready to be buying season. Make sure that you're getting ready to jump on that opportunity because this is where rates tend to traditionally drop as well as during buying season. So get ready for that. Make sure you're using your tax exemptions if you just bought a home. I want you to make sure that you're looking into that and that you're, get, you're, you're taking advantage of that opportunity to write off that interest on your mortgage payment. And then lastly, updates. So, of course, it falls back to where I say, hey, let me come and take a look at your home so I can give you recommendations. But, yes, with updates now, people want to know how the roof is. They want to go for that modern, uh, contemporary look with the open floor plan. Um, make sure you're staying consistent with your interior walls. Don't paint every room a different color. Want to stay as neutral as possible. If you can do neutral, you're going you're gonna to be able to sell in a matter of days, I should say. So. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being with us. AJ and everybody take, check out AJ on all of his social media platforms and remember when you bring us your business we'll bring it to radio remember if it's Thursday it's time to join Lisa Lewis from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time as we continue to explore key strategies that will provide a mind shift as well as a movement to become a game changer on this planet. Also, we provide the show archives on iTunes for all of our movers and in.